Hey everyone, welcome to the Thanks It's Fake podcast, the show that reveals the secrets behind the luxury lifestyles of the Insta-famous. Things aren't always what they seem, and we'll tell you what's real, what's fake, and how to play the game should you so choose. Now here's your hosts, Rachel and Allie. All right, guys, I'm so excited to be back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I would like to introduce, as we're here on our, what episode? Number five. Number five episode. Um, we have, da da da, <laughs> the first interview of our podcast, and yeah. we're super excited. So excited. Are you guys ready to hear who it is? Uh, we want to welcome Paula. Paula. Hi, Paula. How are you? Can you hear me? Hey, guys. Hey, How are you guys doing? Um, uh, Paula is a luxury authenticator, and um, we're really excited to have her on the show. Um, you know, we love handbags, and we've talked about handbags and some of the things that, you know, some of the tips that we had um, for you to find out whether your bag is real or fake, uh, which was really nice. But we kind of, you know. This is as a lay person. So now we have like the real professional, which is neat. We needed, Paula, we needed you. We needed you. I know I pro- after you probably listened to us, you're probably like, okay, the, the poor girls. We need to help her out. We need to help them out bad. But I'm going to actually uh, throw it over to you to introduce yourself a little bit. Welcome, All Paula. Right, <laughs> so um, my name is Paola. I am from Bolivia. Um, came from immigrant parents. I'm actually an immigrant as well, but legally. Um, so um, I came to the United States when I was about six to nine months old. Um, and I ended up going to college for fashion design. Growing up, I've always been into fashion. Um, one of like my people that I admired was Selena because not only was she an amazing singer, love she her. was also into fashion and uh, creating her own costumes. So, I knew I loved you. Sorry, I had to interrupt. I knew I loved you. That's my girl. So I went to um, school for fashion. Wow. And upon graduating, I didn't really want to work for a corporate company. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, so I decided to move to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, now I went to SCAD, so that was in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Um, wow. So then I went to um, SCAD. I graduated, then decided to move to Atlanta with no job, uh, no money, mm-hmm. and uh, decided to crash at my friend's house. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So for a couple months, I was like trying to figure out what to do, and then. I was like, well, I can't crash at my friend's house for too long. So I took a live-in nanny position with a very wonderful family. Yeah. And that way I didn't have to worry about paying rent. Great idea. <laughs> so um, when I did that, I was looking for a part-time position anywhere. And I found one at a luxury uh, consignment store mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And I took the position as part-time photographer. So what I was basically doing was photographing luxury handbags that were coming into the consignment store so we could put them on their website. Mm-hmm. Now, this was before Instagram even existed, really. it was Instagram was super new, so very little social media. Um, so I did that, and it just kind of, everything just kind of fell naturally. Yeah. And... I eventually, I, you know, I was helping on the sales floor. I was doing a lot more things here and there, and I eventually became their e-commerce manager because 
I was like, we can sell this stuff on eBay. Like, why don't we have an eBay store? Mm-hmm. So I started their eBay store. Um, and then I eventually, through the years, became the regional manager of three stores. I want to say, like, two, so I started working for the company in 2011. Um, and then 2013, when I was the e-commerce manager, I became pregnant with my first daughter. So I decided to move back to Charleston because I wanted to be close to my family. Um, and when I moved to Charleston, the owner at the time had offered me a authenticating position for her store saying, Hey, can my staff email you photos or text you photos and can you help with pricing and authenticating because I was really great at it naturally I'm self-taught um so that's when I was like the first time when I was getting paid to authenticate and I was like oh this could actually like be a thing like an actual job because you don't really hear about authenticators like as like a normal job right Right. No, I'd never had. I mean, I knew there was authenticators out there, but I always thought that they worked for like a company. I didn't know that you could call up an authenticator and get one for yourself, <laughs> basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved to Charleston. I worked for the company remotely and years passed by. I had my second child yeah. and between my second child and my first child, when I realized, wow, I'm making money off authenticating off this one business, I wonder if there's more I can do. And I found a authenticating company um, who caters um, around the world. And I got a position with them. And I've been with them since 2013. And um, after, you know, after, since then, I've been, you know, I've just been authenticating all day, every day. Wow. How cool. That's really awesome. Wow. What a cool story, by the way. You've like, I mean, like I said, I didn't even know that could be anything. And um, the way you just kind of, I love that you just like flew away and decided to move to Georgia or into Atlanta and just start this. I think every big dream usually happens that way. And it's really cool that you made yourself who you are today from that. It's pretty awesome. That's really, really cool. And two beautiful babies. I've literally gnawed her head off by telling her how beautiful her babies are, but they're in the most, she has the most beautiful family I've ever seen. What a cool story. And you said you're self-taught. So did you kind of like us, just like you love fashion, so you looked into it and really researched it. And so you could like spot a bag from a mile away and be like, oh no, honey. Yeah, and I think what really helped was being able to I was already photographing luxury items and I was processing pricing and, you know, printing the tags out for, um, you know, to go on the floor. So because I was able to like touch and feel fakes and authentic ones, that really helped me um, learn. Yeah. Not only just seeing pictures, yeah, you got to feel the quality and you got to see how it really was. That's so, so cool. And it's funny you say you were taking pictures because that's the first thing I said to Allie. I was like, man, her Instagram is so pretty. She takes awesome pictures. She must be a good photographer. (laughs) (laughs) Because Allie, honestly, she's our photographer too. She's she's amazing. She's got a great camera and she just has a knack for it. Um, I use my iPhone, (laughs) which I think I'm pretty good at it, but nothing like that. So that's that's where you get your eye for photography and why uh, your photos look just so beautiful and you got pretty canvases like gucci bags and 
beautiful girls and boys and family. Well, how cool is that? So like, um, okay, so did, I, I, I might have missed it, but did you say you got certified or did you have to get certified? So, no. Um, okay. This is all based on trust, people okay. trusting me, my yeah. reputation. Um, there is, I've had so many people ask me, like, because I've done um, classes before where I teach authentication, oh, just okay. but, like on a very like surface level, super basic, nothing yeah. like mind blowing. Because yeah. it's so much to teach. I mean, it's ever changing. You know, it companies change things in within their handbags all the time, so you really have to keep up. Um, so there's no official certification. Well, I was going to say that. I mean, um, these bags are seasonal, so it's constant. It's constant research, constant. You know knowing what they yeah, look like. Yeah, I mean, Burberry changed their logo a couple of years ago, so now that plays a big part in it because their font changes in their bags. So you're not Man. looking at the same font anymore. Yeah, you're exact. I Yeah, you're right. Burberry has changed because you you put up that little quiz the other day and I literally got like half of them wrong on <laughs> whether they were real or fake for real. And the Burberry one was one of them because it. I guess it was the old logo. And I was like, that doesn't look like Burberry now, you know, and that's probably what it, why. Um, yeah. So like, what, so what do you feel about fake bags? I mean, fake bags. <laughs> Is how much do I, feel about to already? I feel ashamed talking to you because I have some. And like, you, okay, I, 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 when I, I meet you, I, hopefully one day that I will, I will not bring them because I, <laughs> because I will feel very embarrassed because I do have some real stuff. But like, how do you feel about it? I mean, I think if I was in your position, I'd be like, uh, uh, no way. I, she's wearing that and that's not real. Get out of here. Right? No, there's different perspectives or there's different ways to look at it um and you're not the one who feels like that I've had people come up to me like I went to Posh Fest last year and this girl comes up to me she's like oh you're the authenticator I specifically didn't wear my bag today because I didn't want <laughs> exactly. you to judge me yes. and I was like girl wear yes. your bag <laughs> right you get it you get it you get you get a couple I'm like you already bought it <laughs> so use it instead of you know just having it lingering around. <laughs> yeah, but you could never have a fake bag. I mean, come on. You could never have a fake bag. After what you felt and what you've done. Like, because like I said, when Allie and I moved in, or moved to New York, I wish we moved to New York, but when we, work, when we were working in New York for the uh, handbag line, it really did, like, taint us from getting I actually haven't got a fake one since then I have <laughs> you have, you have. <laughs> Hallie has a little little devil um because of the quality like now I literally can't even if I wanted to get just like say just a, a right. so so bag from I don't know Mac Macy's or something right but I go in there and there's so many like poor poor quality bags that they sell for so expensive you're like oh my gosh why yeah you might as well like save you your money well. and use that towards yeah, exactly and that's what I, I love about handbags and why I feel like they're just I mean yeah I mean it would be nice to get every model but if you really can save for a handbag that's something that will last you forever and a lot of these classic I mean Chanel's will never go I mean a Chanel bag come on it will never go out of style ever 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 yeah. you know what I mean yeah. even if it's old even if it's vintage you still rock them and you're like okay you're cool you know mm -hmm. right I just wanted to touch back on the you know if how do I feel about fake handbags yeah, just yeah, to yeah. finish my answer. Yeah. Um, I, I don't support the counterfeit industry. Right. I'm not for it at all. Great. Mainly because um, 
child labor, their practices are horrible, their funding comes from terrorism, sex trafficking, all that bad stuff, it either funds it or it comes from it. See, we didn't associate it with, I heard the terrorism thing from somebody, like, how? That's, that's like, how they make their money. Well, like, I had no idea about that. It's like a cycle, kind of, like, to wash their money, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, it does make sense. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. kind of makes you want to throw up. And and that's just me in general, um, because I'm also a reseller, so I'm really proud that I give clothes a second chance instead of letting it end in the landfill. Oh, I love that. Um, me too. So I'm very, like, sustainable-minded, like, yeah. you know. So that's why I say, if you have a fake already, then wear it, because don't just throw it away. Yeah, just, you're right. You know? Right. Yes, exactly. So I, that's why I have two different views on it. Because, yeah. um, like, if you're buying a fake handbag for, like, let's say $300, yeah, you can really... Seriously, you can probably find an authentic speedy for three hundred dollars. Right, that's cool. That is cool to know. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Um, so, I, I, and honestly, you're exactly right because we feel the same way too. And nobody wants to get duped, and nobody wants to buy a terrorist handbag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, now, now I feel like extra bad. I know, <laughs> Ali, you're going straight to hell. And I mean, um, people are just starting to be more aware of like what's going on yeah. and like counterfeits and just the retail industry. So it's very new to a lot of people. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, I didn't know half of that. You know, mm-hmm. you never really think into something like that. I'm thinking, I want it, I get it, and I like don't th- you know that stupid girl that's like whatever but no it is it is a problem and like i said we have we know we have a lot of friends that have gotten duped so so many times that it's it's so crappy i mean i couldn't imagine i mean like we've said before going in and buying a bag and actually being fake and you spend all this money and you're not getting the quality and you're just being duped Mm -hmm. i think that Mm -hmm. feels like crap anyway but um so do you do you think that it's gotten worse or better? <laughs> oh, this definitely it has gotten worse. Yeah. But in ret- retrospect, you know, maybe 10 years ago, there wasn't a thing called authenticators, you know? Yeah. So now we're kind of like helping prevent, maybe exactly. not the actual uh, source of counterfeit, but the resale of it in yeah. a sense. Um, but fakes have gotten so good, like yeah. so, so, so good that you learn by mistake. So like I make an error and I say, oh, it's authentic. And it's like, oh, I don't think it is. And then I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, they are getting so good. It's wow. just like that one tiny detail. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So what is the process actually of, okay, so say I buy a handbag, don't know if it's real. What do I do? I call you and what happens? Like, do I so mail you it go to, you? to, you know, an authentication company or, you know, someone who is a professional. Yeah. Um, and you would send them photos of the actual bag on the outside, okay. you know, all views. Okay. And then what's really important is to get certain stamps and hardware markings. It just kind of depends on the brand because they have serial stickers, date codes, you know, they have all different types of sequences of numbers. So you would have to send them those details. So it kind of just depends on the brand, what I'm going to be looking for. Okay. And that's typically Um, what you're looking for. I mean, for somebody that's getting a bag, that's what they want to look for right away. If they have a serial, does does all luxury handbags have serial numbers? 
Is that a stupid question? Yes, they have some type of code to identify it. Yes. Okay. 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 Wow. Now, a lot of fakes have serial serial numbers or date codes as well. Okay. It's what it really comes down to is the font. Comes down to the font. Okay. That's how you usually tip, typically can tell if something's fake. Is there font? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, because like my- I mean, besides the obvious like the type of materials and the hardware, you know, that's just obvious, like the right. quality of it. Right. Right. Because I bet a real Chanel bag, their hardware is a lot heavier than mine. Because I was looking at, uh, I think you're like unveiling of a Chanel on your Instagram. And I was like, yeah, mine doesn't look anything like that. I thought it was really good. And then I was like, yeah, no, it's not as good as I thought. Um, Alec, were you the one that was saying about the Chanel bag? Yeah. So we saw in one of your Instagram stories that there was either a client of yours or somebody that you knew bought a Chanel bag from Saks and it turned out to be fake? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Like, but so, if you real, I mean, from Saks? Like, like legit Saks? <laughs> yeah. like, off Saks? So, so, I have a client uh, that I met through working at um, the luxury store that I was looking at. And she is the most fabulous woman you will meet. Aww. Filipino, the cutest thing ever. Aww. You know, she is Gucci down Ooh. with the latest of the latest. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> she only buys straight from the boutiques, and all she does is um, she'll sell her stuff so she can get, like, some new stuff, you know? I love her. I want to be her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know... I know, like, I've seen her collection, like, I know she's legit, like, I've done business with her. Um, One time, she wanted, and I saw her stuffed, and one time she wanted me to sell one of her Chanel bags, and I was like, okay, great, send me pictures, let me give you an estimate of what I think I can sell it for, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And when she sends me the photo, I'm like, oh, girl, this one's fake. And she was like, what you mean this is fake? I bought it from sex. I was like, trust me, it's fake. She didn't believe me. I t- I sent her examples. I said, go take your other Chanel bag out. That was very similar. It was just a different color. And I said, put those two together. And I specifically told her, look at the sister. Look at how the number two is shaped. And then she was like, oh, my goodness. I cannot believe this. I've had this for over a year. Oh, my gosh. So she's like, I'm going to fax tomorrow first thing and I was like no you better get your money back yeah yeah so what did they do did she get her money back so yeah she did get her money back so because she was she you know they declined um she they know her yeah she shops there all the time right they were like we are so sorry and what she had told me was when she bought that bag the essay, which stands for sales assistant or sales associate, had texted her and said, oh, we just got this bag in. You're on the wish list. Do you want it? And typically she has someone specific she works with, but because she knew that bag was going to go fast, she told the girl, like, yes, I'll buy it. Because, you know, they get commission. Yeah. That, that's um, why I was wondering, how did it get in? Like, how does something like that get in a store? So, apparently, the sales associate who, when she went back to get her money, she was already fired, um, she was switching out bags. Oh, like, so someone that worked for Saks oh, was geez. switching so, out bags. Oh, jeez. Okay. 
Um, and that happens like once in a blue moon, you know, right. someone who's really wealthy. Um, wow. but she ended up getting her money back, you know, good thing. She had like a great reputation. Like they knew her. It was really easy for her to get her money back. And then she was like, anytime I'm going to buy something from the retail store, I have to make sure I get her educated by you. Yeah. No kidding. It, it, I mean, really no kidding. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Well, Allie had her, uh, she talked about her friend that did the same thing, but she ordered it offline, ordered, you know, an online. And it was one of those things too. Yeah. It was a limited edition bag. They were just trying to, you know, she was just trying to grab it as soon as she could. It looked stinking real. She said she would have never known, but it didn't come with the dust bag. So she thought something seemed a little weird. And then she got it authenticated and they found out that it was fake. Uh, but like, yeah. I bet that happens on, you know, the internet world all the time. All That's the time. You, every day. You are every really, day. <laughs> really, really needed. I mean, if I buy, I definitely, if I buy a bag, I'm going to call you 100%. 100%. A <laughs> million percent now. Because that is scary. You know, it's like you feel like how awful. What a bad person. Yeah, you spent your hard-earned money on that. Your heart, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I know that lady probably can get whatever she wants, but she loves it. And why wouldn't she want to get the real thing? And same with me. If I'm going to buy it, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to work really hard for that. And yeah, to be duped, that would be awful. And, you know, and that's usually why people buy them now. They don't go into stores very much. Do you think it's best to go into the store? Or do you think that there are really some really good um, high-end luxury um, shops online that you can go to? I mean, what are your, is there any um, favorites that I you like? I think it's really or? your preference okay. and your budget. Yeah. Um, you know, I... Never, when you know, when I my authenticating job, yeah, I had never stepped into a luxury boutique, okay. you know, yeah, I didn't step into a luxury boutique till a couple like within the last year. Oh, wow! So, I know people like my client who just does not like buying resale, not mainly because she doesn't trust the authenticity, but because she just wants it. She just wants to be the first owner. Like, she doesn't want it to be used. Yeah, I understand that. I think it just kind of depends. And then, you know, she has the budget for it. Right. Me, on the other hand, I don't have the budget right. for it. Right, right. So, and I'm all about taking, you know, secondhand and sustainability. Same. So, I don't mind oh, buying same. secondhand. I actually have an old Chanel bag that I got when I lived. I lived in Florida for a while. And I got it in West Palm. And it was, like, at a Goodwill. And it was a... As a Chanel, it looks old, and but I don't see any syrup. But I would like for you to see it. I should take some pictures and send them to you because I've always yeah, just thought it was fake. But you never know, even if you don't think. Yeah, I've had so many people ask me, right. and they're like, "Oh, I gave it to my daughter because I just didn't think it was real." Right. And then I'm like, "Girl, that That's is real." real. <laughs> That's real. Take it back. Take it back. It's real. Don't give it to your daughter. It's real. <laughs> There's going to be lipstick in it later. Um, so do you think, I mean, so you don't really think, I mean, they're good or bad. You don't have any preference on resale websites. You, it's so fine. resale websites, um, if we want to be detailed about it, yeah. I, I love Yugi's Closet. Um, Say that again. Will you spell it for me? Y-O-O-G-I-S okay. closet.com Okay, I'm writing them down. Um, they probably don't process as much inventory as like the real, real or fashion file. Okay. But I love them for for their trans 
Christy, they post photos of all the codes, all the stamps that you need to know. So if you are thinking about buying a bag, you can send them the authenticators the link and they already have the photos needed to authenticate. Oh. So they're very transparent. Wow. Okay, cool. So, so like even before versa, you buy the you can real authenticate? real which sp- is probably the most known luxury resale website um they process so much inventory and they've been in the media um kind of bashed for selling fakes and i don't think they do it intentionally of course i think it's just their back-end process on how they handle it you know things slip through the cracks but actually on their website they don't show details like Hardware stamps, leather stamps, date code zeros, they don't show it. So if you're buying from the real real, I definitely recommend getting it authenticated or getting another opinion, even though they say all their items are authenticated. Ah, okay, real real. But she gave me And then Fashion File is another one that's very transparent too. Okay. Fashion file. I've heard of the real real, but I haven't heard of Yugi's. And I haven't heard of Fashion File. Okay. I've heard of Fashion File. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't been on there yet. I would say those are the three most, like, worldwide or, like, nationwide known e-commerce, resale, luxury websites. Oh. That's really cool. What other, um, do you have, okay, so we know where to buy them. Do you think that all these sites are having a significant impact to, like, these really awesome high-end designers, I mean, selling these bags again or selling these fake bags, I mean, from a standpoint of just, like, really hurting their business, do you think that that we are? <laughs> that Ali is? Sorry. It was, it was kind of echoing. Oh, I'm Can sorry. you repeat your question? I'm sorry. I was just saying... Like when you, I mean, what? now we know where to get them and stuff. Do you think that buying these or buying them resold, or do you think that's really affecting the brand at all or affecting the business? Well, well, okay, so there's two sides to it. So let's pretend that these websites, resale companies didn't exist. Think about all these handbags, shoes, jewelry, clothing. What would happen to them? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So there's that one there's that one point. Right. And then, you know, talking about the actual brands, is it affecting? Yeah. They don't they don't like resale websites, they don't like resale companies. If you go to a let's say you um, buy a Louis Vuitton bag off no real and you go to the actual Louis Vuitton boutique store and you're like, Hey, can you authenticate this? Most of the time they're gonna tell you we don't authenticate, we cannot and I've heard stories of people actually taking the bag, especially if it's fake. If you take a, if you thrift like a Louis Vuitton bag and you take it and it's fake, they will confiscate it and destroy it. Wow. They'll take so, it? yeah, I've heard stories like that that wow. happened to people. Wow. That's insane. Because fakes are legal. So okay, yeah. Because you know th- yeah. that whole process. So I, I know that the actual companies like Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, um, at that point they, they dislike the retail industry because it's taking money away from them. But I know, uh, for instance, Gucci has recently started a program where their clients can bring in their used bags and they have like some type of consignment program or something. It's it's very not known. Um, I just did a lot of research um, into it 
And I think eventually they're going to be opening up to the idea of the resale industry in a sense. Well, I know Coach was doing that because when we were when we were in New York um, and they have their flagship store there, we went in and they had a guy you could bring in your old handbags and he would redesign them. It was so sick. They had like a, a man there sewing up purses and shredding them up and making them look awesome. It was the nastiest thing I've ever seen ever. Um, <laughs> I'm serious because they were like a whole new brand design that he was doing there, but they were taking their old bags and renewing them. And I was like, what a beautiful idea. I mean, that's so great. Like Patagonia, I love them because you can take something that has a fuller rip and they can either fit for you. If not, they give you credit to buy something else that's new. And I think that's amazing. And I actually wish now that you bring it up that a lot of these luxury companies would do that. Me too. Me too. Me too. And bring them. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it just brings more marketing for them anyway. I mean, I still carry my, I mean, I mean, all my all my purses are old, actually. I need to buy some newer purses. But I think, yeah, if they were able, if you were able to come in and reuse them and renew them and do something with them, it would be, it would be a beautiful thing, for sure. You'd feel better about yourself. Yeah, too, and but, then also, yeah. like, the resale industry, I think it's bringing more economy into your own pockets. Like, think about all these people who have all these designer handbags. Yeah. They're selling it. Not only are they giving the, the company a percentage, they're taking home money home back into their pockets too locally you're right you're right um what should like if i was going to buy okay uh what price range should customers expect when they want to get authenticated like is it a a little price to do it or i would say on average yeah twenty dollars no sometimes below sometimes above now if it's um authentication companies typically cost it costs about $50 $50 and above. No way. And that's just for an opinion. Now, if you want to get like a valuation or like an identification, like you want to know what season it came from, what year, then, you know, those are little add-on services. But Ooh. I would say on average about $20. Oh my gosh. So, so great. Like, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do it? That's amazing. It's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? That is awesome. That is awesome. And I know, um, I know you work for a company now, but you are trying to uh, broaden and, and make your own, right? I mean, is there any information that you would like to give people if they want to get their something authenticated yeah. by you, darling? So I will be launching Street Lux Authentications within the next month. Um, I'm actually focusing more on streetwear and sneakers because I think that's like a big trend that just came in within the last year. And um, I have a friend who is amazing, has been in the industry for 10 years doing streetwear and sneakers. So not only are we going to be doing luxury, we're going to be doing sneakers and streetwear as Ooh, well so as cool. brands that I hear too. Oh, well, that was a question I had for you too. I thought about earlier. Okay. So you, do you just do handbags? Like all, I was thinking there's so many, I mean, I, now you do shoes. What else do you do? I mean, so, um, my main, so I would say like my expert brand like an expert in would be Chanel, Burberry, Gucci, and Louis Vuitton depends on the date, okay. like of when they were made. Okay. Um, and then within those brands, I cover sunglasses, shoes, jewelry, clothing. Like I cover everything, scarves. Wow, that's, that's so cool. Oh, 
awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, you know, Allie, she's actually up with her baby right now. That's why it's been a little quiet. She's kind of had a, <laughs> I think Isabel's giving her a little bit of a fuss. But I know Allie bought a fake Louie. And this might be now too far back because I don't know what it was. But it was fake Louie uh, by mistake from someone who like swore to her. And I hope she's coming down. But swore to her that it was a, it was real, like up and down. She's like, it's real. It was called the Louis Vuitton bow type bag. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. You yeah, have heard of it? They did make a bow tie bag. Yeah. They do make a bow tie bag because she has sworn forever. We'll have to send you pictures and have you authenticate it because um, she's like, this is not real. She's been, she can't find it anywhere. She said, I've Googled everything. I've been, uh, so, and I, so she, you know, it's spelt differently than bow tie. It's actually spelt B O E T I E E. Ooh, okay. I don't know. She's written down B O W T I E, which is like bow tie. That's probably why she may have not found it. <laughs> That's probably because she's Googling the wrong way to spell it. Spell it again for me so I can tell her. B O E T I E. B O E T I E. Okay. That's probably exactly why. But there was, oh, she's going to freak out. Allie! Your purse is real. <laughs> we think it's real. <laughs> She'll be so excited. I can't even stick and wait. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Any other tips for a for a Midwestern girl that is looking to buy a handbag? What's some tips that you can give to her as far as if she what? wants to? You know, the main thing is. If it's like, if it seems like too good to be true, it's probably fake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's typically in all things, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, very rare cases you will find something at an amazing price. Yeah. But in general, if it's too good to be true, it's probably fake. And fake. if you're buying off like second um, hand platforms like Poshmark or eBay or Mercari or Real Real or Fashion File. Yeah. Try to always get it authenticated before you purchase it. Um, and if you can't for any reason, get it authenticated as soon as you get it. That way, um, with your authentication, you can create a claim with the platform or your credit card company so you can make sure you get your money back. Okay. That's awesome. And I, and I thought I heard you say that before, but you can actually send the pictures off the website to you before you even buy the bag. Yes. Now, wow. it just depends on what the website, what kind of we'll picture show. the website's offering. For right. example, like I said, the real real doesn't offer all the detailed pictures. So, someone as like an authenticator wouldn't be able to authenticate it because not all the pictures that are required are available. Okay. And like, because you need like serial numbers and all of that to be able to see it. So, yes. if and you can, you will. But that's that. pretty cool. But like, though. if you're buying off. Yugi's or fashion file where they provide those pictures, then you can easily authenticate those. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. So even before you can spend it, that's the way to go. See if it's real before you buy it. I'm so glad you do what you do. I'm so glad I've learned <laughs> that, that about this beautiful business that's out there now. Um, I don't know, again, um, if you guys have heard of her, but really check um, check out her social. It's what, Luxury? Uh, tell me what it is again, as I have it. Uh, my familiar. Instagram is For the Love of Luxury. Um, not only do I share tidbits of my real life, um, I do a lot of authentication quizzes where you can guess if something's real or fake, and I explain why it's fake or real. Wow. That's really, really cool. Please check her out. She's beautiful. Allie's coming down. God love her. I've already told him, Allie, you've had a hard time with the baby. But anyway, 
I, Paula, I really appreciate you taking the time and doing this. I have truly feel like I found a friend in you and that you are beautiful and such a good spirit and really want to do great things in the world. And, you know, I, I love that you want to reuse things and not throw things away. You can just really show how great your heart is. So it's so nice meeting you. I'm really, really happy that you decided to do this. Guys, she took her time out of her day for a podcast that has about five episodes. It's pretty nice, lady. So um, if you're out there listening, get your stuff authenticated before before you buy it. Like she said, it's almost smarter to just do that. Um, um, especially if you're buying it from a secondhand website or a, a retail luxury website, get a hold of our girl. I know I'm going to use her and I can't wait uh, to send you some pictures, Paula, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on. You are a doll and you have anything else to say? No, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I just love spreading knowledge and making people aware of the counterfeit industry, the resale market. You know, the resale market is going to take over the next 10 years. So I, I'm just really glad to be a part of it. Yay! I am too. We love you and we love you guys. I hope we can get, um, I hope this was really informational for you. Um, if you have any questions, please uh, please reach out to us um, or reach out to Paula. I'm sure she could answer any questions, but we love you guys and we look forward to talking to you next week thank you bye